The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome. On this last day of Mercury Retrograde, finally it's over. So the slowdown and some of the computer glitches or the revisiting of the past is where many of us have been. But all of that has a purpose and a place, and oftentimes it is to get us to still, to go back inside, to get to know the truth of who we are. So tonight's show is quite special in that it is going to allow you to relax, to still, to understand how you have everything that you need and what you require, you only need go within and start practicing the truth of who you are, which is light, sound, and color. But before we get to my wonderful guest and all of his amazing creativity, I just want to mention that the Rebel Road Tour is alive and well and just making its way around the West Coast. Our next show will be in Fresno, California, along with Alea Deo, the sound healer, and you can go to the website to find out about that. Following the rest of the month, we'll be in Sedona, Taos, New Mexico, Albuquerque, and Scottsdale. So definitely check out the rebelroad.com website for all of the Rebel Road shows and allow yourself to understand and recognize the beauty of the bridge between dark and light. In addition, my new book is out, Your Journey to Enlightenment, 12 Guiding Principles, of Love, Courage, and Commitment in the New Dawn. If you've read my first book, Conversations with the Universe, you'll know that that one really does help to establish trust in life and understanding the signs, symbols, and synchronicities and how they guide us. The second book, Your Journey to Enlightenment, takes you to the next place of courage, which means stepping out of conformity, allowing yourself to truly become who you were destined to be, and doing so in the remembrance of who you are, which is the divine child. The 12 guiding principles really help you tap back into that childish nature, allowing yourself to look at life through the eyes of the innocent child and allowing yourself to create from that perspective. That is so important to allow ourselves to tap back into who we've always been. And so much of that is the light, sound, and color. The whole idea of chant is to release ourselves from the obsessive thinking that holds us prisoner. It's not only to be focused on what we're experiencing in that moment, but to chant is to allow that practice to work within us. Because every repetition of the divine name, every single one is a seed that gets planted. My guest tonight is Baird Hersey, and he has a wonderful new book entitled The Practice of Nada Yoga, Meditation on the Inner Sacred Sound by Inner Traditions. In addition, he has 
a beautiful CD called Sadhana, uh, which is Baird, Hersey, and Prana. And I want to just play for you uh, one of the pieces on that to get us started. musician for more than 50 years and so sound has always had a very uh, prevalent place in my life. I've always been dealing with sound on some level and uh, I started doing uh, asana practice in uh, 1988 and in 1997 started the practice of Ashtanga Yoga which is a rather rigorous physical yoga and found myself, both my body and my mind, opening as a result of that practice. And um, music and uh, asana have always been intertwined for me. I've done music for uh, many yoga teachers. And uh, so I was always interested and always trying to uh, find teachers uh, who would teach Nada Yoga, which is basically uh, a sound meditation. And most of the teachers that I uh, came across were teaching uh, out of um, North Indian classical music, uh, and it was mainly in the production of sound and the listening to the, the sound. And I was looking for something 
as you say, that directed, uh, that would direct me inward. And uh, through a, a text called the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, in the last chapter of that, there is uh, some uh, teaching on Nada Yoga, which uh, was from an earlier teacher, uh, Garokhanath, who lived in the 11th century. And when I discovered that, uh, I started reading the texts and doing the practice. And when I did the practice, it would it, questions would arise, and I would go back to the text and find the answers, not only the answers to my questions, but also further direction in terms of what I should be doing in my, in my meditation practice, and then broaden my search out into um, to other uh, Vedic texts and, uh, that, that spoke specifically about Nada Yoga. You have two uh, pieces of creative work that is out right now. One is the CD, the other is the book, The Practice of Nada Yoga. And you have a foreword that's written by Krishna Das, who you collaborate with a bit. Within that foreword, he says that the repetition, through the repetition, the flow of thought begins to take shape of the sound, which is a deeper, more real shape. And then we gradually become or realize we are already in a deeper level closer to this sound. Talk a little bit about how thought takes the shape of sound, and is that something that is a conscious activity, or is that something that, uh, as we allow ourselves to chant or to listen to this type of, of music and sound healing technology, it, it, it does something inside of it, uh, even if we don't know what we're doing? Well, that's true, and the, the number of people who show up to hear Krishna Das is really a testimony to the work that he does through the repetition of the names of God. And uh, I, I think that, as he says in the foreword, even though uh, we have very different approaches that, that are the, the motivation, the, the impetus behind the work that we do, is, 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 has the same um, goal. Uh, ideal, really, although there, there are some, uh, some Sanskrit verse on the record, ideal primarily with pure sound. And um, <clears throat> so the, the, the focus is the listening. And as I sort of outline in the book, the if you if we are listening then we can't be talking as as we are in this conversation right now if we're listening to someone speak then we can't be speaking and if we're have our listening focused whether it's either externally or internally then it tends to quiet down that internal voice that internal dialogue that so many of us have so that's really the the goal of the book is to is to bring us into listening both externally and internally so that we come into a, a space of of quiet and i think that also when we're talking about that listening so many people think about meditation as really really getting quiet and oftentimes there's that chatter that takes place uh, this form this is a form of meditation yes Yes, it is. It is. It definitely is sound meditation. 
and and the 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 chatter in this type of situation is it more alleviated because of uh, our our focus and our attention all of a sudden is the sound or is it that it it is such a remembrance of who we are that we kind of become and get swept up in that. I think it's both things. I think initially it is uh, just listening. And we start off listening uh, with not a yoga. We start off listening to the things around us, the things that we don't usually hear. And it, for instance, if we're waiting for someone to arrive and we hear little noises uh, that, that give us the hint that the person is arri- arriving, we stop. And we listened in a very focused way. And when we're focused in that way, we stop all thinking. We're just, we're just listening. And the, the, one of the goals is to then be able to extend that time of focused listening. Because, as I say, when we're listening, we're not talking, even in our head. So initially, that's what we're going for, is just the listening what I really love about your book is you talk about sound, you speak about sacred sound, and, and you provide a lot of different meditations as you go through to assist individuals in deepening their Nada Yoga practice. But you also, in some of, many of those meditations throughout the book, you use what is naturally in our world as, as tapping into some of that sound. So does that, does this practice also help us start to realize how everyday uh, objects, whether it's people speaking or whether it's the sounds of things outside, can also uh, have their own sense of rhythmic sound that can be more meditative rather than the distraction that most of us feel they are now. Uh, yes, I think definitely it, it, when we listen in that way, it brings us into this present moment. And of course, that's always the goal is to be present. And we're, we live in a, a society where we're, we're bombarded with, with not only sound, but also lights. We're all involved with screens and computers and lights and advertising. And we're, you know, if you walk into any store, there's always music pumping. And so it's really, we're so bombarded that we put up all of these sort of uh, filters to shut out the sound around us. And so we, we need to sit quietly in a place that's quiet in order to begin to let those filters down and, and really start to listen. And, you know, there, there are a multitude of things in the world around us to listen to, but then we begin to turn inward. And the, the second step really is to start to listen to those sounds that we, we have in our mind. And as we begin this deeper form of listening, Baird, there's so many people that are going through so much right now, whether it is letting go of jobs or relationships or identities and personas or, or how they've done life. How does sound healing or nada yoga assist in that process through the listening and through the vibration of sound to move us back to a place that we are able to let go of these personalities and identities and ways of being that we've anchored ourselves in that are not fully the truth of who we are. 
Well, I talk about it a little bit in the book in, in the way that it's talked about in Vedanta, which is that, that we are all connected, that there is this, there is this, there's this divine, uh, this divinity within us that is connected to all things and all people. And we, for the most part, with our busy lives and our commitments with our family and our job, we don't pay attention to that. We, we, we turn away from it. So one of the goals is to, to as they say, remove the veil so that we can, we can truly experience that we are connected to everything. And that happens through the experience of, of sound. We now know that everything in the universe is vibrating and we are we are vibrating both on a subatomic level all the way up to to black holes the the frequency that they're putting out as they as they uh, modulate and um, so by by tapping into this internal sound listening past the sounds of the mind then we get focused on this internal sound it is a, a, it is a portal really to connect ourselves our design our divine selves with with the divinity of of the universe really and and once we can uh, establish that connection then everything else becomes uh falls into perspective i think and uh and we we tend to see things uh in, especially in terms of other people that we tend to be more empathetic and compassionate because we know they are us. We are them. We, we share the vibration. And uh, so that, that is one of the goals is that connection through vibration, really. So is there a, a physiological uh, manner in which sound travels through us and affects us? Uh, so that it connects that light and sound uh, within. Can you trace that path of the Nadi so that people understand physically what's going on when they're allowing themselves to sit in, in Nada yoga? Well, you know, I in terms of the actual physiology, uh, I tend to look at it more in terms of uh, what's going on with our perceptions really than what's going on within our body. I know many sound healers uh, deal with uh, crystal bowls and uh, having people uh, experience different kinds of sounds in order to, uh, in order to facilitate healing in the body. My, my approach really is more that through the music that I make and the, the meditation that I offer, that I, I, pro, I provide a context. I provide a, uh, a real uh, uh, place in which the person can heal themselves. I, I really think that that's where, where it begins. In terms of the physiology, I, I talk a little bit about perception and why we do some of the things we do in meditation and and the ramifications they have in terms of what's going on with our neural pathways. But uh, in terms of the actual vibration in the body, um, well, you know, I, just breathing when we chant and and getting the the body vibrating, I think is a, is an opening experience. So. 
No, there are there are different types of yoga because I think most people associate yoga with the asanas and the different postures, uh, which are the different postures that people see in yoga studios. Speak a little bit about the difference between different types of yogas and so that they can understand um, where the place is for each of these things or if there's also a way to incorporate all of it together and, and where you would do that. Okay. Well, uh, we in the West, actually, actually, as you say, really think of, uh, of yoga as postures, but there, there are actually many different kinds of yoga. Uh, karma yoga, which is the, the yoga of action, usually uh, in terms of helping other people. There is jhana yoga, which is yoga of enlightenment through uh, uh, knowledge and uh, self-enrichment. There's bhakti yoga, which is now becoming uh, better known through, it is the yoga of uh, devotion, which is often done uh, uh, through chant. And uh, so nada yoga is actually a subdivision of what's called raja yoga, which is, is meditation. And it is a, just a very specific type of med- meditation. Some people meditate on the breath. Some people will meditate on a candle flame. Uh, and really, I, I think it is in the doing of it, no matter what it is that we focus on, that it, it is in the act of focusing and coming into that focused space that um, facilitates these higher states of consciousness that is really the most important thing. You know, athletes talk about getting in the zone. Well, that's really what we're talking about in terms of meditation. It is bringing our focus to such a a, a strong single-pointedness that we become one with whatever we are meditating on. And since the sound and the light that we are meditating on in Nada Yoga is Within us, it's an internal perception. It's not something that we're imagining or uh, making happen. It is, a, it is actually an internal perception. Since it's happening internally, it therefore is really easy to actually merge or remerge, as we talked about being connected with everything, with the thing that we are uh, meditating on, which is, is, the, is initially an internal light and then uh, eventually the internal sound. This universal vibration is without beginning or end, reaching infinitely from before the Big Bang into the unending future. Even today, as the planets move through space, they are vibrating. The sun in the sky is vibrating at millions of different frequencies. The gravitational waves emanating from black holes, expanding and contracting space, are vibrations. Vibration is everywhere and permeates and connects everything. This is universal consciousness. Vast, pervasive, interconnected, constant. It is that which enlivens everything. This is from the book, The Practice of Nada Yoga, Meditation on the Inner Sacred Sound by Baird Hersey. You can also find out more about him on his website, BairdHersey.com. That's B-A-I-R-D-H-E-R-S-E-Y.com. And you can also be with Baird at a few upcoming events. He will be at the East West Bookstore March the 28th in Mountain View, California. In addition, he's conducting a two-day weekend uh, on higher voice and harmonic sound at the Institute of Integrated Studies in San Francisco March 29th and 30th. 
as well as on a panel at Woodstock Writer Festival, April the 4th. You can find out about Baird and all of these things at BairdHersey.com, and you can also find out more about the CD at PranaSound.com, and the CD title is Sedona. We'll be right back with Baird Hersey. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Simron at Simron-Singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. Sit back, take a breath, close your eyes and relax as you listen to another selection by Baird Hersey and Prana from the Sadhana CD. This one is Om Mani Padme Hum. Oh, 
compositions for prana are a blend of traditional Western vocal music and the music of India, Tibet, Tuva, Bulgaria, and Georgia, with a strong emphasis on vocal harmonies. Also omnipresent in his composing for the vocal group are the tools he gathered from his work in multiple genres over the five decades of his diverse and eclectic career. This new album coincides with the release of Percy's new book, The Practice of Nada Yoga, Meditation on the Inner Sacred Sound by Inner Traditions. The nada is an internal high-frequency sound that through meditation we can learn to hear. It's very similar to the sound harmonics we make through the overtone of singing. Harmonics are the primal foundation of music. Their presence in each of the pieces on this album, like the internal nada, helps to quiet the mind, still the body, and open the heart. Again, the title of that CD is Sadhana by Baird Hersey and Prana. You can find out more about that at BairdHersey.com or PranaSound.com. Nada Yoga is the yoga of listening. It is a way to turn inward on a journey that may eventually lead you to enlightenment, but at the very least, Nada Yoga will fill your daily life with comfort, contentment, and what some call bliss. In Nada Yoga, sound is more than what is heard through the ears. It is an internal sound that is not perceived by our external sense organs. By focusing our mind on this internal sound, we reunite our essential self with the eternal and the infinite. In this reunion, we find bliss in both the body and the mind. This is from the book, The Practice of Nada Yoga by Baird Hersey. I highly recommend if you are not having a spiritual meditation practice to get this to allow yourself to get started, he goes through a series of not only uh, helping you to understand sound and through very many meditations in the process, but there's also breath work, uh, different postures, and um, many explanations that will help you to deepen your practice or begin a practice if you have not done so. Welcome back, Baird. I'd love to tell people about the four levels of sound because I don't think people realize that there are different levels and that it is a deepening process when we are listening to sound. So please talk about those. Well, the four levels of sound came from um, grammarians, uh, uh, linguists uh, in, in the early Vedic tradition, and they were, they were trying to understand uh, speech. So they started with uh, the highest level, which is para, which, which is really just pure intention. And then uh, coming down a level, we, we go from the most subtle to the most gross level uh, in terms of speech. Uh, then pashunti, which is, uh, which is then the formation of uh, the idea of what you're going to say. And then madhyama, which means between, between the mind and the external world. And that's the actual formation of the words that we're going to say. And then vakari are the grossest sounds. It's actually speaking the words into the world. So in Nada Yoga, we take the, that paradigm and turn it around so that... Um, we start with the gross levels. We start with the sounds around us. And then we move inward from there to the sounds of the mind, which can be uh, sound memories, uh, you know, a song that we knew, that we hear, that takes us right back to, uh, you know, a, a place and time in our life. Uh, sound memories that we, we store, like uh, the sound of uh, our car starting. You know, if it doesn't sound quite right, we have stored a memory of what it does sound like, what it's right, that we can compare it to. 
So we have literally thousands and thousands of, of sounds that we have stored in our mind. And in addition to that, we have, we have the, uh, the internal dialogue. We have all of the things that we say to ourselves, both to encourage ourselves or uh, sometimes they're critical. I mean, if we have a conversation that goes poorly, we, uh, you know, we may an hour later be running it over and over again in our mind um, to, and think of things we could have said better. So it's all of the sounds that we carry and can, can make in our mind are the second level. The third level are visual sounds. Now, how can sounds be visual? How can they be both sounds and be visual? Well, if you think about it, um, if you're watching a movie and you hear, you're watching two characters and then you hear a siren and then you hear screeching brakes, somewhere you're making from that sound, you, you, you can't see the police car, but you're making an image somehow of that police car pulling up outside. So there's this over, overlap between the two. Uh, in its most extreme case, it's called synesthesia, which are really the, the blending of two, of two sense, sensory inputs. And I believe that that is something that, that we can learn to do. And this is important as we get into the fourth level of sound, which is para, which means beyond. And beyond what we're hearing with our ears, but beyond what we know, beyond ourselves. And uh, the, the beginning of that fourth level we are focusing our eyes internally with the, with the eyes closed in order to see the divine light. And the di- divine light is not something that we're inventing or imagining. It is an actual perception that happens. And then that is really the gateway and connects to the, the, the inner sacred sound. Which is, which I, as I say, is um, sort of a portal to higher states of consciousness. And now, all of these these levels, uh, you know, it's interesting because I was always looking for a book that would instruct me in a nuts and bolts kind of way what to do in order to hear the nada. And so I actually ended up writing the book. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> we because we I, teach what we want to learn, isn't that the case? <laughs> it, it, it really is true. And uh, so, uh, anyway, it, it, it takes you step by step through the four levels with very concrete exercises to do. And it is a practice. It's something that comes very naturally, to, just just as with other things, comes very naturally to some people. Some For some people, there's a little more effort over time that needs to be taken. But um, there is a, there is a, a quote from the Hatha Yoga Pradipika which says, um, within, uh, within two weeks' time, uh, great... Uh, strides can be uh, taken towards hearing the nada even if you have no understanding of yoga at all. It is, it is, once you get into it, it is very easily accessible, very easily done, and you, you get surprisingly uh, uh, good results in a, in a fairly short period of time. 
And that's one question that I wanted to ask you. The way that the meditations and exercises are laid out, is it something that allows an individual to increase uh, their degree of practice and, and, and deepen the intensity of their experience? So is it better for them to go step-by-step step through it the way you've laid it out or, uh, or, or you know, some people just want to bounce around the book. Um, what, is, what is the way that you would feel would, would guide people in the best way of reading? Well, of course. I mean, you know, we, we need to uh, walk before we can run, but, you know, everybody learns in their own way and some people need to bounce around a little bit and then gathering pieces but really what what I've kind of laid out is this idea of the focus listening and extending it and extending it and extending it through going first externally then the sounds of the mind and then visual sounds and then to the nada to the point where the the chatter really quiets down the really we come into a a peaceful and a uh, uh, contemplative space, we still the body, and and then uh, what arises is this sense of blissful joy and and feeling of peacefulness that we can then carry into our day, and so uh, this is the the steps that I've laid out are the the way that I think that it can best be achieved. But as I say, everyone learns in their own way. You talk about six pieces uh, when it comes to uh, creating and going through the daily practice of Nada Yoga. Will you touch on what these six pieces are in this practice? Well, um, let me see. (laughs) Uh, The the six pieces really are... um, You speak about the posture. Yes, um, exactly. Right. As, as the, a beginning point. Right. Um, there, there's definitely, uh, speaking physiologically, there is a, a definite correlation between when we are entering into meditation and the REM state of sleep in which we are dreaming. It's what yogis called yoga nidrasana, the sleep of the yogi. And if you observe someone who is in meditation, they may seem to be asleep, but in fact the mind is very awake. So there's a good deal of talking about uh, uh, entering into sleep awake. So the body goes to sleep and the, the mind stays awake. And uh, one of the things that happens in REM sleep is that the body actually goes into what's called sleep paralysis. I think that's kind of a harsh word. Uh, I think it, it, it makes us sound as if we're restrained. And if someone wakes up in sleep paralysis, which is not unusual, and can't, wakes up and can't move, it can be a frightening thing if you don't know what it is. But understanding it, that the, the body comes into this place of complete stillness in REM, if we can then enter that, if we can enter into the state of complete stillness and keep the mind awake, then we are, we are really just getting ready to rest right into meditation. And so, as yogis found out, with something like pranayama, where you're doing breath exercises to relax yourself, 
they came to that because they saw that when you're relaxed, the breath is slow and easy. So if you make the breath slow and easy, then you become more relaxed. In the same way, as you're falling asleep and going into this REM state, the, the body becomes very still. So what better way than to bring yourself into that state than to still the body? So that's really the first step, is bringing the body into complete stillness. And uh, so that's really the beginning. The beginning I'm going to stop right there, and we'll continue this as we get to the next segments, because we need to take a commercial break. Uh, the ancient practice of Nada Yoga is not complex. It is the yoga of listening. It is a journey from the noise of the external world inward to a place of peace and bliss to the source of the transformational power of sound, the nada. By meditating on the inner sacred sound of the nada, we can release ourselves from the mind chatter and obsessive thinking. We can still the body, quiet the mind, and open the heart to create a state of mind where joy naturally arises. Baird Hersey explains that by focusing our minds on this internal sound, we reunite our essential self with the eternal and infinite. In this reunion, we find bliss in both body and mind, an uplifted spirit, and heightened states of consciousness. Baird Hersey is a musician and National Endowment for the Arts Composition Fellow. He has composed extensively for television and for organizations such as Harvard University and the Hudson Valley Philharmonic. Hersey's artistic upbringing prepared him for such a dynamic career. His father, John Hersey, won a Pulitzer Prize. His most famous work, Hiroshima, was published as the entire issue of The New Yorker in 1946. His mother, Frances Ann Cannon, was a Broadway producer. They raised him in a home often filled with writers, actors, musicians, and painters, where the arts and hard work were both held in high regard. You can find out more about Baird Hersey at BairdHersey.com. That's B-A-I-R-D-H-E-R-S-E-Y.com. Also, PranaSound.com. Definitely get uh, or download the sounds of Sadhana by Baird Hersey and Prana. In addition, you can find out about some events that he has coming up this month and next month, March 28th, East West Bookstore, Mountain View, California. A two-day weekend at the Institute of Integral Studies in San Francisco on March 29th and March 30th. And on April 4th, he will be on the panel at Woodstock Writers Festival. So definitely find out more and connect to Baird Hersey at BairdHersey.com. We'll be right back. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset. 
Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to Simron at simron singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. I'd love to share another one of the beautiful sounds with you uh, that Baird Hurston has created with Prana. This is from the CD, Sadhana. Sadhana, and that one was Transformation. I really love his CD because in the CD you hear the breath. You also hear that, and I find that so rich because it reminds us to breathe as we take in this beautiful sound on the CD by Baird Hersey and Prana, sharing his experiential understanding of the classical Hatha Yoga Pradipika. Baird Hersey offers precise step-by-step instructions on how to find the inner sound of the nada. He explains the first three levels of sound. First, how to truly hear the ordinary sounds of the world around us. Second, how to quiet the sounds of the mind, such as sound memories and internal dialogue. And third, how to access visual sounds, tapping into our ability to see sounds and hear colors. Mastering the first three levels prepares one for the fourth level of sound, the heart of the practice that connects one to the inner sound of the nada. Baird Hersey provides detailed exercises to guide you through each level of sound and instructions for a daily nada yoga meditation practice. Now more than ever, with the way the world is working and all that's going on in our fast-paced lives, what is most essential is a practice and allowing yourself a practice that is you, incorporating light, sound, breath, color, all of those aspects to take you deeper and deeper into yourself is essential to remembering and knowing the true self so that you remain at your core in each and every step, 
movement, action, thought, and word. You can find out more about Baird Hersey at BairdHersey.com. In addition, PranaSound.com. Again, the CD is entitled Sadhana, and the book is The Practice of Nada Yoga, Meditation on the Inner Sacred Sound by Baird Hersey. Welcome back, Baird. We have um, just this last segment, probably about 10 minutes left, so I'd love to get through a few more things in the book. And I wanted to finish out on those steps to Nada Yoga, and I know that uh, involved in that is also unconditional love and absorption. Go into some of what that means. Well, I think we are all capable of unconditional love. I think it's it's there within us. Uh, we have all uh, experienced it on some level. Maybe before it may have been before we, we were uh, conscious of it, but it it can be uh, as deep as what we might feel towards a child uh, of ours looking into the baby's eyes, that feeling of connection. And it can be as simple as being out walking in nature and just appreciating the beauty of the day, that feeling of just openness and, and connection. And so in order, when we get into the fourth level, in order to bring us into a place of of uh, of openness, uh, after uh, sitting in stillness, then we open the heart. And there are a few uh, exercises to help do that, to open the heart and bring us into a, a, re- a place of being receptive. And, uh, you know, we all, I, I, speaking for myself personally, through my life, you, we tend to sort of uh, build up a, a kind of shell ar- around our heart, uh, an emotional shell, from from having uh, painful experiences and being having trauma and uh, uh, experiences that we feel we need to protect ourselves in. And I I, I really feel that that. Underneath that shell is uh, is the, the the divine light is shining in all of us, and underneath that shell, the 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 inner sacred sound is vibrating, and as we act in the world with the small acts of love, compassion, and kindness in in our everyday life, as we act that way in the world, it, it the vibration and light. Are spread and they they tend to diminish and crack away that shell around our heart and it, and it brings us into uh, uh, this place where not only do we feel do we make the pe- people around us feel better but we feel better a- as well so that's really the the second component of of nada yoga is opening our heart and being receptive. You have many different types of meditations that go throughout the book, allowing people to discover how to go deeper and deeper. When you speak about absorption, uh, is, is it that uh, we are absorbing uh, more of ourself from the outside, or are we being absorbed by the sound itself and, and coming back into a oneness state with, with this infinity that we don't even realize we're that, that we are? Well, it is ourself in that we are connected to everything, and uh, we tend to have a kind of dualistic 
uh, nature, the difference between the, the, the me and the you. And the hope is through this meditation to kind of break down that barrier. And for instance, when we are looking at the third eye and in a, in a state of um, unconditional love, in a state of openness, eventually uh, light will arise. Uh, whether it's, uh, whether it's a cloud of light or uh, a, a fixed point of light or as, uh, Muktananda talked about the, the, the blue pearl, which is a, you know, indigo, uh, circle of light, uh, surrounded with kind of a saffron aura. The, but these are not things that we imagine. They are internal perceptions. And when we perceive this, then we can reunite with it by this feeling of drawing ourself into it and drawing it into us, pulling ourself, pulling it into ourselves and moving forward into it. And there is actually this wonderful, blissful feeling when we do reunite with this connection to the universe, which is this that we're looking at, this, this light. And, uh, and so it is, it is not only ourself, but it is everyone and all things everywhere. And when we feel that connection, it is just, it is both a joyful anticipation and a wonderful release, both at the same time. So we have many different types of personalities on the planet, and we vary from those that want to be the perfectionist to those that that suffer from the intense laziness. And oftentimes when there are details or specific ways or instruction or ritual as to how to do something, that's the very excuse that people use to not do to it. To not do it, yes. Talk about, um, uh, about how people should or 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 should not get caught up in uh the specific details of the practice in order to achieve yes. uh, please well well as i as i say you know we all find our own way and this book is really how i found my way i wrote it because i found this practice to be very helpful to to me and I thought that it might be helpful to other people and that's why I'm sharing it but as you say we are all different personalities and we all learn in different ways and for some people I mean basically the the meditation in its simplest form which I give in the book it's one of the final things that I give but you could start there it's just sit in stillness open your heart Look up between your eyes and listen. And that's the meditation. That's the totality of it. So you don't have to get bogged down in all of the exercises going up to that, but they might be helpful. But that, that can be a place to begin. So as I, as I say, you know, we all learn in different ways. So whatever, whatever is going to bring to you to that place of peacefulness and calm and bliss, that's, that's the way for you. Well, I want to thank you, Baird, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. Again, you can find out more about Baird Hersey and his both his book, The Practice of Nada Yoga, as well as the CD, Sadhana, uh, by Baird Hersey and Prana at these websites, BairdHersey.com and PranaSound.com. 
Thank you, Baird. Thank you so much for having me on. It's it's really been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. In love of love, with love and as love, I'm Simran Singh. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.